0: Right, I think I... Okay, shall
1: we we begin? Okay. Um, First of all, we'll we'll introduce ourselves. My name is Ian Robertson. I'm a digital and information services librarian for South Lanarkshire Libraries. Um, And I'll let my colleague introduce himself.
0: Fantastic. My name's Dave, and I am the digital children's assistant for uh, South Lanarkshire Libraries children's team. So the the purpose of this podcast
1: is to talk about podcasting. Um, We have just submitted a bid to the Scottish Library and Information Council uh, to see if we can get some money to buy a couple of portable podcasting kits um, through their Public Library Improvement Fund, or as we'll refer to it from now on as PLIF. And we'll refer to the Scottish Library and Information Council as SLIC. Um, we love an acronym we we really do um and so the the idea behind this podcast is to is to try and explain a little bit about what we know about podcasting what we'd like to do with it and if we were fortunate enough to get the funding uh, what we plan to do with those kits Uh, i would say first of all that my knowledge of podcasting is fairly basic, so it really is Dave that, that's that's driven this process uh, forward and identified the the real potential that that podcasting could have and has already tested it to some extent. So I'll, I'll um, fire over to Dave who will speak for the next hour, uh, <laughs> and I'll just go and have a coffee.
0: Oh dear! Well, um, weirdly, I'd like to say uh, on top of this one of the other reasons that we're we're giving this podcast a go is because we need the practice. Um, We want to know what the process is like from start to finish. Um, uh, Inevitably, if we get the funding, fingers, toes and eyes crossed and all that, if we we get it, um, we are going to be uh, quite heavily involved in the production um, of podcasts from all over the place and also getting them up onto a platform. So this is our training wheels uh, right now. So uh, do bear with us. right? Uh, so where did all of this start? Uh, to be honest with you, it was uh, a little project over at Green Hills Library in East Kilbride. Now, we were, uh, as a library service, the recipients of a media kit, um, which was the result of a larger collective bid uh, via the same process from Slick, um, in which 19, was it 19?
1: Yes, yes, 19 uh, different library services got the same, uh, it's, it's essentially a filmmaking yeah. uh, kit, including cameras and microphones um, and most of the equipment that we're actually using just now, yeah, at the moment. Um, including a, a, a rather nice laptop. Um, so, yeah, we... we, we it, it kind of sparked the idea a little bit
0: yeah included in that kit was uh the, well the, the actual equipment names. It's a Rode NT-USB podcasting mic, which is a bit of a mouthful, but um, it's a mic specifically used for podcasting. Plug and play, stick it in a laptop and away you go. And we haven't really had the chance to use it for its intended purpose. It's doubled as many things, we've stuck it on a boom pole um, and you know, and brought audio into videos with it. Um, we've used it for a few interviews, um, but not really utilising it for a podcast. So uh, as a member of the children's team, um, we frequently do um, outreach work uh, with our schools. And Kirsty, our children's assistant over at Green Hills, is no different. She had a a really novel approach to some of the issues that they were having at Green Hills in regards to the summer reading challenge. So Green Hills as an area in in general, um, they've always struggled to get... Kids, specifically young, uh, younger boys, interested in reading, interested in coming into the library. Um, and Kirsty saw an opportunity there to try and do some things just a wee bit different. So uh, the boys there are phenomenally into their, their football. They're football fanatics. Um, and what she uh, sort of constructed there, if you were to walk into Green Hills and picture it, really it's um, on the wall is a football pitch. So the kids get to come in. They get to pick their favourite football player. A wee jersey representing their football player. Um, obviously, they had to make sure that it was like a kind of non sectarian <laughs> thing, and it was more kind of international and big club players that they were using. But the the jersey represented the child. Um, and um, as they progress through the summer reading challenge, they progress along the pitch, finally scoring a goal as they get to, um, you know, their sixth book in the completion of the challenge and the. You know, all the kids who finished the challenge, their jerseys on a kinda of hall of fame along the bottom. Um so this was a really it created a, a healthy competition, I think. Uh, yeah, you know, it, and, and you know, it, it really worked. Um these uh it took off massively. Um so there was three uh kids, three boys in in particular, who really uh became enthused by this and they almost went out and on a missionary mission out into the Green Hills community and got loads of other kids signed up. Uh, told them about it, got them in and the uptake on the Summer Reading Challenge that year was uh, was up massively because of it. Uh, long story short, those kids, um, we went out and recorded a podcast with them as a reward. So uh, when asked what they would like as a reward, uh, the answer is basically to be like Sky Football Pundits. They wanted to do a podcast all about football and they wanted it to be taken seriously. They didn't want anything kind of silly or childlike. They, they wanted um, to sit down just like they see on the telly or on the radio uh, and talk some uh, pretty serious stuff about who was the greatest footballer of all time. I didn't know what a goat was <laughs> um, other than the... Uh, <laughs> me neither. That was a, a new one for me. Yeah, Other than the four-legged thing that, that eats pants off a, a clothesline um, I, that I didn't know. So... Uh, Kirsty got in touch And we arranged to go out I I was out with um, the laptop And some mics A combination of the stuff we have here And my own equipment to make it work And kind of cobbled together Don't even ask me how it works It just, thankfully it did Um, We got those kids in And recording a a podcast It's all kicking off at Green Hills Library I'm the only person in here That doesn't expect FIFA I've FIFA every day i hold,
1: got an app on my phone
0: the podcast where the only thing that matters is a
1: Hello and welcome to the Greenhouse Library podcast. My name is Jado, I'm Cole. I'm Shed. So let's get into the first question. Who's your favourite football player and why do you like them?
0: So it went really
1: well. You've obviously heard it a few times now. Yeah, you. No, I wasn't there, um, but I've heard the, the end result and. Uh, it is. It's lovely to listen to because they do, they do strike that. They get it right. They get that sound right. Even though their voices are obviously much younger, um, they get that kind of Sky Sports pundit impression. Just, just spot on. Um, and the la- the language they use is is perfect for that as well. Um, what we, I, I, I guess, with uh, wherever this this particular podcast ends up ends up we will put a link to that one. Oh yeah, yeah we can do that yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to learn how to do that we'll, <laughs> we'll learn how to do that um something that that uh, dave didn't mention either that um when we're talking about the equipment is that it's really complex to try with what we have just now um, in terms of getting two microphones working at the same time and yeah. recording at the same time. Uh, Dave's done a lot of work with uh, Adobe, is it, that you, we're using?
0: Uh, yeah, so we're currently using Adobe Audition um, we've just, we've to do the recording. Just, oh, we've
1: just gone red. Does that, yeah, that okay, mean yeah, record? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. Yeah, um,
0: good. I never noticed. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that that's what we're using. The main issue is that the equipment we have are USB microphones, and USB microphones are designed to be plugged into a laptop and plug and play just start working they are never designed to have more than one plugged into a laptop um, it's, it's bizarre, it requires extra open source free software in order to make it work um, virtual cable routing is the, the terminology there and um, if I I can get it going I cannot tell you why or <laughs> how or even what any of it means and it,
1: and it, did, it took a little bit of time today oh, just yeah, to get everything, yeah. everything right um, so the 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 end result of that podcast was superb, but um,
0: it was lots of shortcomings in the the, the production of it. No, yeah, that, yeah. Um, it really highlighted that. Well, number one, on the positive side, that there was a, a massive positive benefit to engaging with. At least at that moment, we were thinking solely about uh, working with kids and youth outreach. There's a massive benefit to using podcast those kids were so excited to be in the library they were so excited to be there to do it and I was out for three sessions um just naturally because their confidence levels and and sitting in front of a mic and uh, giving them a chance to get familiar and a bit more relaxed and obviously I'm an unfamiliar face you know by the second session um you know they were starting to kind of warm up and, and whatnot so the end result of the podcast is a kind of cobble together edit of the the highlights um which is again it's part of the learning process for for ourselves when we're going to be doing podcasts it's not always as simple as sitting down hitting record and the entire thing is what you end up listening to um but yeah the um... so I think I think perhaps the next um
1: element in the timeline mm. was probably your visit to
0: uh, the Oh yeah the uh, the conference <laughs> That's uh, <right>. it's a <laughs> syl- it was a solips um artefacto artefacto that yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. word I was trying to oh, it, I call. should point but just to finish my thought cuz I trailed off yeah, this is going to happen time to time that was the positive benefits of 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 that um outcome but the kind of shortcomings were that the 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 complexity and the, the absolute spaghetti junction of cables required and things balanced on other things and um we got the outcome that we wanted, but the means to get there was incredibly kind of precarious. And, you know, at any moment that software could have stopped working and yeah. the whole thing would have been bust. It really, um, we had the benefit, the physical benefit on one side. Um, oh, that'd be great to be able to do this, yeah. to explore this more, but also we really, really don't have the kit currently yeah. to, to do that. Um, and so that's kind of the beginnings of where we were at. There's
1: also, I, I guess, another limitation where that's, that's, two microphones, mm-hmm. um, it would be lovely to maybe have four people sitting around a table having yeah, a conversation, yeah, no, absolutely. and that would become prohibitively complex, yep. um, no. quite apart from not having the, the equipment, even if we did have the microphones, yeah, I have no idea how that would
0: ever be. It would be a massive problem. strain on the laptop, yeah. uh, even at that, its ability to even record in real time would yeah. be kind of compromised. But yeah, I, I did, I visited um, a conference in Glasgow um, at the CELAPS headquarters um, and that was a kind of combination or collaboration between Silips um and artefacto who i believe are in the business of kind of supporting library services with technology mm-hmm. um, and yeah. that, that kind of thing so it was a, a phenomenal day um uh, not least because they had you know some some nice pastries and, and borders biscuits <laughs> available that's always nice um but there was a number of talks, and all of them were, were inspiring in their own way, but the one that really captured my attention was the uh, talk by, uh, his name is Jimmy, and he's out at Glasgow Caledonia University, and he uh, works at their Sir Alex Ferguson Library. Hi, I'm Jimmy, Senior Library Administrator here at the Sir Alex Ferguson Library. And he was really bringing um, a project to everyone's attention that he'd kind of spearheaded over there. Again, another thing funded by Slick. This was their innovation fund though, which is a bit different yeah. uh, than what we've applied for. It's
1: not a public not a public library fund.
0: You know? Yeah, yeah. We um, um we were treated really by Jimmy to that. He was he was a fantastic, very enthusiastic uh talker and um I mean immediately I mean I'm at this point sitting on that seat listening to him having I'm in the middle of the process of working with the kids, so it was almost exactly what I needed to hear. Our recording studio is a bookable space for all GCU students. It boasts industry-standard equipment and is the perfect place for you to get creative with a podcast or audio project. Um, And what that was is they got the funding for a bricks-and-mortar podcast studio built in to the St Alex Ferguson Library. And that is available. The way they work it is available as a public service. It's, you know, you can go on just like a, a public access PC, at a library, you can book it out completely free. Um, I think maybe the only barrier to entry is that you do a wee induction. Yeah. Um, but then you go and use it as a as a utility. And that's phenomenal, um, but very different to what we could could maybe do. Uh,
1: yeah. So I, I guess, again, um, that probably inspired you to think about how that could be made to work in our our sort of context. I mean, just to um, give a bit of background, we we cover a huge. area. South Lancashire Libraries covers a huge area, huge geographical
0: area, seventeen hundred square miles, I think. We worked. Yeah, in. yeah, and and
1: um, a real mix as well because in in the north it's quite a, an urban um, environment, whereas the further south we go, it becomes very rural. Mm. Um, so the the idea of having a a, port, a um, studio in the same way as the Sir Alec Ferguson one wouldn't really work for us no. because we would be excluding so many people. Where we, we wouldn't know where to to have it. So again, Dave um, came up with the idea of having a. a, a Podcasting studio that we could take with us and, and and visit all of our locations, and really that's when we. Well, first of all, the the PLEF um, thing was was kind of highlighted by um, our managers, and we thought there's a there's a potential bit of joined up thinking there. This could be a good fit. Exactly, yeah, and uh, if there's funding available and uh, there's. The kit available that we would need to do that, um, then that's when we started to explore uh, more closely what we could do.
0: Really, the timing and the kind of coincidental nature of how everything's kind of worked out—it's it's been quite fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing's kind of led into the other and dovetailed with the next thing, and, and I think we've been quite fortunate uh, that way. Definitely, um, it's not like we've had these experiences uh, out in the field, uh, you know, trying out recording, and then a year later the opportunity comes up. It—it it really was just. Um, a kind of nice linear process yeah, and yeah. everything was still fresh in our minds and we really got quite uh, excited about it and, and I, I know that um, as soon as the idea sort of came up your, your brain just starts going off in all sorts of directions as to how we could can make that work but portability is massive for us, like Ian says there, was it, 23 branches?
1: 23 libraries, yeah.
0: 23 libraries across 1700 square uh, miles, um, that's that's a, a massive amount of surface area to cover, so the idea is is it, can we put together a comprehensive um kit that will allow us to do um like broadcast quality studio recording um and can we pack it up and take it around with us is it you know is it resilient is it kind of tough um it can take a few knocks in a van um you know that kind of thing
1: also um much more intuitive to use a massive uh,
0: uh, aspect yeah that's quite
1: important that, that, that it's much more accessible um to people rather than the very complex setup of the the, the laptop mm-hmm. um we want to and we don't want to control this we want people to to be able to use it themselves um so it was important that, that the kit would be usable
0: There were so many avenues that we could take it, um, but one of them was, one of many ideas that we had were were, uh, instructional Mm -hmm. in nature or um, hands-on, getting hands-on with podcasting. Um, So as Ian says, absolutely, we we needed the equipment to fulfill those sort of accessibility uh, needs. They needed to be something that you could pick up. Um, And the equipment that we have factored into our kind of like uh, our planning for procurement, Um, again inspired by the Sir Alex Ferguson Library and a conversation that I had in the the tea break at that meeting with Jimmy uh, where he introduced me to uh, the road uh, so it's Procaster or Road Caster 2 Pro Caster 2 Pro, it's a a combination of any one of those Um, We'll double check our paperwork here yeah, and get it right.
1: I don't actually think it's written down here,
0: so you should yeah. hear the shuffling of paper. Here we are, the Road Roadcaster Pro Two audio interface and mixer. So, um, yeah, so that that was uh, what they use at the Sir Alex Ferguson uh, Library, uh, but it's almost tailor-made for the use case that we have outlined, which is that. Um, It's as deep as you would like. It's got all the settings and tech inside it that will enable you to do so many fancy things. But you do not need to do any of those things. It takes care of it all for you. Um, The idea is that all the sound levels and effects and all those things can be saved as a profile. Uh, That profile is loaded and that's it. So a person coming to to use it, really, it's just a case. And I mean, even the cables, the way we've got it dealt with, is it's kind of like color-coded cables. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, green plugs into green, red into red, that kind of thing. And then a big red record button. I mean, that's always nice, hitting a big red record button. Uh, but that means, from the ease of use for ourselves, for any staff that want to uh, to kind of learn, and also the public as well. I think yeah. I think it really um, it means that it's going to be uh, easy to pick up. You know, And it's got as much depth in regards to if you want to learn how to master it if you want. Um, but crucially, it's powered by USB-C connection, which means that we can get a power bank and we can take that anywhere. And mm. um, part of our bid as well is uh, Rode, the the, the, mi- the microphone manufacturer who makes this, they've designed it to all fit into a backpack along with the, the mics and the stands. And yep. off and away you go with it and it's everything that you need. So, yeah, that, that was uh, the kind of kit, more or less the base of it that, that yeah. we were looking for.
1: And if you could see where we are just now and what we're using just now, it is far from portable. Yeah. Um, and the, the the kit that we hope to get um, will be... So it will be much more portable, but also much, much more usable, which is yeah. is, uh, is fantastic. And it kind of then opened our eyes as to, to what we could... or. It made us start to think about what could we do with it. Oh yeah, yeah, if we were fortunate enough to get it, and and loads of ideas. We have lots of things that almost we would, too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's under kind of broad sections. Really, the the first one I think we probably spoke about was this idea. Obviously, if it's portable, get it out to the the libraries. Um so we kind of thought of a you know a, a, a sort of pop-up podcasting session. Pop-up yeah. Pop podcasting sessions. So many P's. In um in all of our libraries. So that, that would be the first thing. Where we would really just say um just give advanced notice. This is this is what we're going to be coming to your library with. Um if you're interested in podcasting as a technology or if you're Feel as though you have something that you want to say, then come along and 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 explore what you can do with the cap.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's it's something that is already a a part of your kind of role already. It's it's something that you do regularly. Yeah. Is is you introduce uh, library related technologies to community groups and to, to various places. Yeah, yeah. And and it's um, so
1: there's kind of a, a bit of a track record there. It, things, for example, like three D printing, we've we've taken out to to all of our libraries, promoting our uh, e resources as as well, um, and just you know, lots of lots of kind of IT support sessions. So it's just a continuation of that, but just a, a, a very different. Uh, technology and something that we hope we'll be really able to engage with a lot of people
0: because it has such a wide appeal mm-hmm. um we hope yeah well i think it's, it's worth almost um pausing for a second and, and just thinking about podcast as a thing podcasting as in, a sort of thing because um again, this, this, this kind of pushes me back to that talk and, and hearing Jimmy speak about it, which was, um, I then kind of looked it up for myself the stats um, are that podcasting in general um, it was it's something that took off massively in the kind of second stages of internet use um, and there were people predicting that it was going to be a kind of flash in the pan and it wouldn't really, uh, you know, affect traditional media in any way, shape or form. And it was only for kind of hobbyists and people with really extremely niche interests. And um, But they, they they couldn't have been more wrong about um, its trajectory as a media and a, um, as a means of communication and a means of people getting information. It's exploded. And I think uh, we're in the kind of indexes that they, they have for uh, separate podcast and this is not episodes mind you this is an actual separate podcast we're up to literally millions of registered individual podcasts on any topic that you can think of and that could be everything from from a regular current events substitute for a news program all the way through to radio plays um um, dramatic um sort of works and uh, comedy or sports in fact you'd probably be quicker listing what isn't included in podcasts Mm. out there um but the main thing is is that it's in this kind of current trend at the moment of, kind of what they call cable cutting, where people are moving away from traditional media and um, everything's really expensive, uh, you know, and all these streaming sites, again, those are quite expensive. Uh, people really like being able to subscribe to their podcasts, the podcasts that um, inhabit and and sort of expand on their particular interests and you, I mean, you know, it's true crime. It's like gardening there's stuff about that. Um, and people also just like to hear people talk. Um, and they get to know the the individuals. There's that the, the personality that they engage with, and the regularity means that it's it delivers something that traditional radio media could never do. Yeah. Um, if anyone, if anyone
1: is ever listening to this, they are desperate to hear somebody talk. <laughs> <laughs> <It> must be. <laughs> If they've got this far if in a conversation... Got Congratulations. Well done, yeah. So um, you, you both are doing very well.
0: Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where podcasting is at. And as of just now, our library service in South Lancashire don't really have um, a, a foot in this world in particular. Um, we have neighbouring... Um, we have a uh, sort of neighbouring districts and localities and library services that are and have been using podcasting for quite some time but this is going to be our first foray into that world Um, and and because of the nature
1: the portable nature of it, it'll be quite different from our our neighbours who do great podcasts about what's happening in their service or Mm -hmm. or, or review books or um, chat about favourite authors and things like that, whereas Again, most of our... or We we imagine that
0: most of our content will be driven by our customers. Yeah, by the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's worth there, just expanding on these different um, avenues that we saw this service. Again, um, you know, fingers, toes and eyes crossed. Again, funding uh, is... uh, uh, Let's just say that it's been uh, given the green light and we can start to uh, organise things. This where we would like to take it, what would we like to be available for the public? Um, So the first place we kind of looked at was what are the Sir Alex Ferguson Library doing? And they're providing uh, access to a podcasting service. Now, obviously, again, that's the benefit of having a bricks and mortar studio space. Mm -hmm. You book your slot, you turn up, and there's quite a quick turnaround. Um, You leave with your podcast on your USB stick or whatever, and you do what you want with it. Um, We don't have that immediacy. So the pace of our sort of side of that service or that idea is slower by nature. Um but it will still incorporate um if there is a member of the public or members of the public who are interested in giving podcasting a go but they can't afford uh to buy all the necessary equipment to do it themselves or um or they want to give it a go before they make an investment like something like that. I mean who knows? I mean you have sometimes you have an idea to do something and or, you get or, there.
1: Or want to talk but don't yeah, they don't have the equi- they don't have the knowledge to use the equipment yeah. there,
0: there is a barrier there isn't a tech kind of knowledge yeah. and um, and a tech literacy that, that might be a bit daunting to some um, we're hoping that those individuals uh, would be able to contact us contact the library service and let those know I'd really love to give this a go um, and we would arrange um, again the pacing's a little bit slower but to come out and to visit the library near them so they can come in to give that a go Um so it's providing podcasting equipment as a public service, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, I get so many Ps, but um, at a, a kind of slower speed. Um, um, and that's something that's a complete unknown to us right now is what the demand on that will be like. Yeah. Um, moving over uh, to another idea that we had, that's really about us reaching out to people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where we can identify maybe local groups or organisations that we think would benefit from being able to to lend their voice to to the project. Um, I just thought I'd throw that in. I don't think we've mentioned that We haven't mentioned the name of the project. The project project is called um, Lending Voices Portable Podcasting in Your Library. Uh, Yeah, so... We would... We would take the opportunity to try and and, and speak to groups, organisations, individuals who we feel may have uh, be able to use this equipment for their own mm. for their own benefit. Um, part of the one element of the the bid was um, about kind of sustainability and how we would we would keep the the, the project going. But we also took a, a sort of side view in that and thought about. Um, first of all ensuring that, that you, our use of the equipment is, is as sustainable as possible so if we, when we're taking it to other libraries we will only be using electric vehicles um, And but we also thought well if we're engaging with groups it would be good to find maybe groups that have a, a, a bit of a green agenda as well just to support that whole idea of, of uh, sustainability You
0: can imagine a, a local allotment project yeah. um, or a a space like that uh, someone who have been plugging away uh potentially for a while trying to you know fight the good fight and do something in the community but who could potentially benefit from being able to talk about that explore why they're doing what they're doing and um, what needs they may have um obviously a lot of these projects are volunteer based yeah. and one of the biggest barriers to getting volunteers is communicating to people that you you're there and here's what we're doing and and whatnot um but yeah, from you know, from allotment projects to, to food banks to uh share and play projects or well you name it, it's it's interesting. There are always very uh highly motivated, phenomenal people behind these things. Yeah, and yeah. we do feel that um we should be able to get in contact and, and maybe hopefully find some of these people who we wanna we wanna yeah. talk about what they're doing.
1: Make make them aware that the opportunity is there if that, if if that's something that they would be interested in doing. And hopefully over time, um we would be able to build up a, a, a collection of podcasts that would be accessible, and that would hopefully encourage others to yeah to listen and think ah that would that would work for All me right. that would work for our organisation um, and that kind of brings us on to another element, which is this idea of of almost curating um, a, a collection of podcasts, which. It uh, kind of falls right into our, our remit as a as a library service where uh, we we already uh, curate a, a huge amount of material. Um, it would be wonderful to start doing that in that kind of electronic uh, format as well.
0: That's the other side of the coin, isn't it? We we're talking so much about uh equipment and the production um and that's the one side of the podcast even getting uh, individuals to speak and to share their stories that's one side of podcasting but the other side of podcasting, it's like that whole thing of you know if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it that it, it even happened well we've um we need ears to listen to the podcasts um where do these podcasts live so uh i think like the kind of Framework that we had explored was the idea of having a, a lending voices South Lanarkshire Libraries podcast, and then these projects. Um, if we engage with um, individuals or organisations, if they're up for sharing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I think we had said the only really editorial overview you would have on that would be: do these sort of does their message have a uh, does it generally align with the greater social values yeah. of a library service? Yes. So. Yeah. Nothing too strict, but um, we were just thinking, you know, we could, those conversations are the individual episodes on that Lending Voices Library podcast. That could mean, obviously, um, if we can get it promoted um, out to our our community, then the people of South Lanarkshire then have a place that they can come and listen to these diverse and worthwhile voices that are um, telling their stories throughout South Lanarkshire. It's It's exciting.
1: Yeah, and and one um, element of my unusual role, um, I, I've kind of got the the two extremes. I have digital and information services. Information services covers things like local history, heritage, and so on. So I see a, a, a wonderful opportunity there to to um, archive uh, people's thoughts or people's conversations about. Um, just about the local area, so that's something that we will have. That that'll be a legacy of the project for years to come. Is uh, are those kind of snapshots of in time, which uh, now we 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 look at already in terms of we we have uh, old cassettes that people recorded fifty years ago that that we are digitized, we have digitised now. I was born in 1899 small house in Curtin, which is now Kitter Street. At that time, there was no names on the streets. Um, so it's, it's just adding to that that real
0: wealth of, of local knowledge and local experiences, is being mindful that today we are tomorrow's yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That's a <laughs> tangle. Yeah, so, you know, archiving those voices for people down the line to to kind of look back and go, oh God, well, really, that's interesting. That's how things
1: were. Or... That, and and just to, to bring in another kind of project that we're looking at that, that uh, i, I kind of quite interested in, um, Rutherglen uh, is going to be 900 years old in, as a borough in uh, 2026. Um, and I, this this wasn't my idea, but I really I, I really like it. Um, somebody suggested that we should be asking children, teenagers, those those maybe um, people that we don't we find it difficult to engage with. We should be asking them what the what Rutherglen is going to be like in twenty one twenty six. World of tomorrow's thousand time. years. Um, what? What? How is the world? What's the world going to look like? What's Rotherglen going to look like um, in a hundred years' time? Because now that we are looking at twenty twenty six, how fascinating would it have been to have those voices from nineteen twenty six, and how would they would they have been more optimistic about the future than today's? Children who I would I would guess are, would not be hugely optimistic about the future, uh, given their world at the moment. But I don't know that. But in a hundred years' time, people will know that because we can record these these voices and these conversations. Um, so yeah, it's just there are so many little elements that that this equipment could be applied to.
0: Yeah. It's actually a wee idea that had occurred to me. Uh, when speaking to one of our librarians here and, and kind of tying into what you're talking about there, which would be a great uh, pop-up session, uh, would be the idea of of a wee time capsule come in and record mm-hmm. a time capsule for yourself, you and your kids
1: uh, yeah, for, the, yeah, for the future
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, having a, a wee um, not quite a questionnaire, but that's, you know, looking back at some of the old BBC archival programmes where uh, small children are asked their opinions on things, mm-hmm. it's Endlessly fascinating. Yeah. Looking back, and uh, it's always a wee bit funny and um, a wee bit emotional. And and uh, I think that people don't always have. I suppose it's a wee bit easier in this day and age, smartphones and whatnot. But just dedicated a wee bit of time out, of, you know, out of your day to come in and to to get a little audio uh, time capsule created mm-hmm. for you and your family to to then listen to, uh, you know, years down the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Uh, my my dad um, has kept a hold of like story writing jotters from when I was a wee mm-hmm. a kid, and it's seen that snapshot back to when you were seven and what you cared about and what you thought about it. <laughs> it's like uh, you know, there's there's
1: something really, and this is something I didn't I didn't appreciate really before I thought about podcasting, but there's something special about just hearing. The voices because you, you can use your phone and you can video something, but mm-hmm. there's so many distractions. Then there's all the visual distractions, um, whereas here just hearing single voices or, or you know small conversations, the you, the focus is on the content, completely mm-hmm. on the content. Um, whereas as I say, if it's, it's video, there's there's so many other elements to it. So I didn't really appreciate that, but. I, which is strange because I, I, I love I love listening to music, um, so you think that that would be an important element to podcasting that, that that I would appreciate. But it's only as we've gone through this process that I I've kind of come to appreciate that.
0: And it's it's something that um, we've had the opportunity to to take a look at uh, something very similar to what we've just been talking about there, which was um, a kind of secondary piece of outreach work. Uh, that's just happened mm-hmm. a, again at Greenhouse Library, with working with a, a wee uh, class of primary fives from a local primary school. Yeah, and again, this is almost uh, everything.
1: It's 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 fate. Clearly, it's fate we're, we're we're meant to do this because, as Dave said earlier, um, everything has just gone in a very linear fashion, and things have just came up at the right time. Um, um, so this was, a, a again, thanks to our colleague Kirsty at Greenhouse library. Um, she spoke to another school, not one that was involved in the, the football po- podcast, spoke to another teacher in another school who spoke to another teacher in her school. And th- this particular teacher, something sparked and she could see a very specific Benefit from using the the podcasting equipment, um, which Dave will expand on because once again um, he was the, the the he drove this very much forward.
0: It's really interesting, and I will say before kind of getting into it that I find it very encouraging that upon just hearing about mm-hmm. equipment being available at the library, that a teacher got very excited um, and immediately was able to see applications for her class, for the coursework they were doing and some needs that they had and wasn't at all shy about coming to Kirsty and saying, can we do this? That's exactly what we want to foster going forward if the bid's successful, if the equipment turns up, that we can, um, that that excitement and that vision, hopefully, I know what happens with myself, with yourself as well, And again, clearly this teacher, and I don't think she's alone in that, that just hearing about, okay, these tools are now available, what can we do with them? Uh, So the kids in her primary five class had just been learning about diary entries, basically, kind of reflective writing or or blogging. It just depends on how you're going to look at it. Um, But going through an experience and then looking back on it and recording your thoughts and what went on. So the kids all went out to the beach and they went to, oh, it's Air Beach, mm-hmm. I believe it was. Yep. And the reason I've got a hesitation on that is because it was a point of contention with some of the kids. They thought they were going to Troon Beach, uh, which has rock pools and all sorts of interesting, uh, strange creatures to look at. But um, they felt that air...
1: It was a bit of a, a disappointment for yeah. one or two of them. <laughs> for a few of them
0: that were specifically wanting to get in about rock pools and look for little crabs and stuff.
1: Hi, my name is Max. Um, it wasn't as fun as I thought it would be because the tide was in. A bird came over and it took my snack and started chasing round of it. And it was a really funny experience. Overall, it was really fun. It felt good that I could help the environment and stuff. It was it was really good.
0: Um, but they had went out to the beach and had a great day there um, and Basically, the idea the teacher had was obviously to to have a little reflective piece after the fact, a wee bit of writing. Um, But then along comes the prospect of using this equipment. And what the teacher had been sort of getting at is that uh, a child goes to the beach and has a day at the beach with their class and does all these different activities. And they have an experience, they have a memory of what they've done. Not every child has um, an easy time of sitting down with a piece of paper after the fact and getting those thoughts, those feelings, those impressions, those memories down onto paper, particularly as part of an exercise. Um, sometimes at school, when you're sitting with that, you know, bit of paper in front of you and, you know, you had a fantastic time, you saw funny things, you know, you you did all these various activities, but when you get that bit of paper in front of you, you're right, I went to the beach, it was good, or something along those lines. Um, that The difference between your reporting on it there and that, little writing activity and your experience. There's a big, there's a lot missing. Yeah. And what the teacher identified was that um, if they came in and sat down in front of a microphone and just recounted their day, and um, that was where I had to kind of do a wee bit of prompting and, and kind of nudging along the way to get a couple of wee questions to open up various avenues. If the kids were uh, to do that, and then they've got the ability to hear this recording later, they can then set with the recording and hear themselves and hopefully that would really help them inform their writing um, and get more down and get more from the experience. Um, Yeah, so that's exactly how it worked out. Um, So we, uh, by we I mean me and Kirsty, we didn't really know too much what to expect, the kind of uh, the footfall, the figures, how many kids were going to be coming in, how we were going to structure it. Uh, what we done with the podcast with the football one, that was three microphones and it was a simultaneous discussion. There was backwards and forwards between the kids. It became apparent fairly quickly that wouldn't really work for this. And it was more of a it was set up like a kind of audio booth where it was a single mic and headphones and each kid came in in turn and went over uh, their day at the beach and what they thought was the highlights and the funniest part and how they felt about it and... Um, And some kids were very uh, confident uh, coming in and they couldn't wait to tell you. Um, Some kids kind of clammed up a little bit whenever they were first sitting down, faced with the the microphone and whatnot. And they required a little bit of uh, encouragement. Very much like me this morning. Yeah. (laughs) But the most important thing was every child was engaged, regardless of how they felt about being able to speak. Every child was fascinated. The moment they pick up the, the monitoring headphones and they hear the sound of the, cl- uh, the class visit happening around about them, pipe straight into their ears, and then they ask them their name and they say their name, and the, oh suddenly they've heard their voice coming through the mic right into their ear- earphones for the first time. Um, that immediately is an engaging experience. Um, and uh, you could see, just being on the receiving end, that they were they were massively yeah. into it and also the teacher was coming round and getting a wee picture and stuff uh, and afterwards she was saying as well that she thought they, they got a lot out of it. Upon editing it all together at the end for them and, and just cutting out the kind of dead air spaces and whatnot, and putting it all together into a nice wee audio file for the teacher, just hearing that back it, it's along with what the teacher has said about her use and why she's excited about it it's really driven home the point that um, this will be a, a fantastic tool for engaging kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that was one of the avenues that we touched on in our application was there's a, a specific, um, I don't want to use the word problem, but it's a it's a challenge um, that the libraries and the schools are facing together, which is the uh, reading schools accreditation. And... What that is, is uh, a bronze, silver and gold uh, level accreditation that schools can get for engaging with literacy, with reading, um, with their community and with the libraries. And there are a lot of schools who cannot meet the criteria to pass their levels because they are out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They're, um the transport costs transport well? costs yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's um that's a tough that's a big barrier to overcome if you're having to make a choice between kids going to a swimming pool to learn how to swim crucial life saving you know life lessons or do they make it out to a library if but if money's so tight that's a that's a decision that you know people shouldn't be forced to make in the first place, but realistically they are um so there's a barrier there that's stopping a lot of people getting access yeah. to the library and we feel that this is a whole new way for them to engage with us yeah um, absolutely
1: yeah and it, it's um dave dave is very much focused on the children because of his his role as a, a children's assistant um i then consequently i'm looking more at the the kind of adult side of things um and i'm just as excited i think there are so many opportunities there um, for everybody to, to to get involved, I mean, one of our concerns is that uh, we 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 are almost certain now, just with a little bit of work that we've done on it, that this could be very um, well used equipment. Um, so you know, we hope that we'll have the the headache of of not being able to to. Of being oversubscribed almost, um, but that would be great. That's you know, the, the more varied and um, interesting contributions that we get from from our our communities, uh, the, the better. And it hopefully will will just continue then to grow, and our collection will will continue to grow. But also the attraction for people to come in and use it. Or, or, for us to go out and 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 um, help people use it, will will grow as well. So, it's it's really exciting. I, I and again credit to Dave because I well, I wasn't I didn't really get it to begin with. I, I think it's fair to say, um, and I possibly wasn't as enthused. But understanding now what we could do with the the, the kit the kits, um, I should say that we are we're, we're bidding for two so that we can cover our. Both a wider geographical
0: area, but also the different, different age groups as well. That was a choice we had to make. Or yeah. we, we found ourselves faced with, um, you know, midway through, was if this takes off uh, and it has the use cases that we are describing and discovering and thinking about, then we, we really couldn't do it with just um, just the one, uh, again, that such a great, a large area. And, you know, if we end up doing a lot of youth work on one side... Yeah. There's a lot of schools, there's a lot of classes and a lot of schools, um, you know, who could end up wanting to use it a lot. So uh, having two identical kits um, is the route that we've inevitably kind of went down. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, aim aim for success. I think that was the kind of the thing we were yeah. thinking about. If it, if it works the way that we are we're thinking about it, we're describing.
1: Yeah. I, I, and I think as well, if if you're not automatically attracting people to it, if your promotion isn't as... as on um a, a, as as good as you would hope um I think that we still have good relationships already with certain groups, for example schools and so on um where we can very proactively make it work um, oh, yeah, yeah, but it would be lovely to to um attract people who
0: we weren't aware of that that want to to I, I remember writing about that in the bed was that that it's almost a normal part of the library service or, or the day to day work of the library service that I don't really um, I've not really thought about too much but that is that uh, you know people are coming in and they're and they're, you know returning books and getting them issued and we've got our uh, readers groups and we've got all these various things that are happening in the library but um, what is a natural and normal part of of, of a day in the library is um, if a member of the public was to come in um, and was to speak to a member of staff at the desk about, oh he needs 50 photocopies for this thing and this thing happens to be an event or uh, it's a, a group that's looking to try and get people into it in the local area um, our frontline staff and our librarians are already and have been, you know, since libraries began, um being aware and looking out for things like that and looking out for avenues and ways that we can engage people in the library and help or facilitate something in the library Um, you know can we give you the room or the space for you to do that or can we put flyers up in here for you or is there anything we can do to work with you Um, and I believe that this is just going to be an extension Mm -hmm. of that you know that kind of eyes open and ears open for opportunities that um, that you've just come into contact with someone who represents a group who could do with a platform. Um, and by the way, did you know we've got a platform? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, and, and I think that that's a really nice thing as well. It's just all our staff will be made aware um, that this is going to be something that we have available and it's just going to be an extra wee sort of tool in their utility belt yeah. when they're dealing with um, any given customer service situation that's a case of, do you know what, I think this person might want to know about this. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so... I think we've maybe just discussed now this is really interesting because um first of all this is our first podcast. If we don't get the funding it'll probably be the last. Yeah. But what we would like to do is use this process to um talk about the project as it as it's as it moves on. And hopefully it won't be the last. Hopefully we'll have lots of, of um Lots of interesting things to talk about. um But this in itself is a bit of a, a learning experience for us because we thought to begin with this morning and leading up to this, well, do we have a list of things that we want to talk about so that yeah. we don't miss anything? Talking out? points, that kind of thing, yeah. And we didn't, we kind of ended up not doing that um and we're, we kind of talked around the houses a bit, but I, I think we probably covered what we everything that we wanted to we'd probably go away from this and say ah we missed that hugely important thing but we'll talk about that the next time if that's the case but it's so this this is kind of part of our learning process as well because we'll need to help people go through this Mm -hmm. um and it'll be nice for us to understand a little bit more about the what works best i i think this worked okay i wouldn't i think if we did a a list. I wonder if it it would have sounded less. It would have probably sounded more professional, but yeah. that's not the that's not the point of it. Less like of a conversation. Ways. Yeah, more of yeah. talking points. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and I, I think you would be looking at the list and thinking, right, we must move on to that bit next. How am I going yeah. to do that? Whereas we've just kind of rambled on. And yeah. as I say, I think hopefully we've hit all of the the points that we wanted to.
0: I think is that us? inaugural. Lending Voices podcast Is at it in the bag? I think so yeah How long? Uh, well let's take a look Oh We are Do you know That's actually uh, 52 minutes and 50 seconds
1: Ah uh, That's it We will
0: sign off <laughs> Calling it there